Thank you for joining us for this episode of Comply on the Fly with M3 and Karen B. Comply on the Fly is your trusted weekly resource for reliable insight and quick answers on common employee benefits compliance questions. Please note this podcast and the contents herein do not constitute legal advice. Seek the advice of counsel for any employee benefits, compliance-related guidance, or strategy. Hello, everyone. I'm Karen B. And the comply on the fly question of the week is, how do I know if an employee's situation qualifies as a serious health condition for FMLA purposes? We get this question a lot, especially if an employer is doubting the employee's need for FMLA, either for themselves or for a family member. So it is always a good idea to go back to the regulatory language in order to have a firm foundation of what is considered a serious health condition that would allow someone to qualify for FMLA. The definition of a serious health condition is any illness, injury, impairment, or physical or mental condition that involves one of the two, either inpatient care in a hospital, hospice, or residential medical care facility, or continuing treatment by a healthcare provider. The two important phrases there are inpatient care and continuing treatment. The inpatient care is the easier of the two to ascertain. For FMLA purposes, inpatient care means an overnight stay in hospital, hospice, or residential medical care facility, including any period of incapacity resulting in an inability to work attend school, or perform other regular daily activities or any subsequent treatment in connection with that inpatient care. The more difficult one to analyze at times is whether there is continuing treatment sufficient enough to qualify as a serious health condition. For FMLA purposes, continuing treatment means any of the following. A condition lasting three or more consecutive days with either treatment two or more times within the first 30 days of that incapacity, or treatment at least once by a healthcare provider, which results in a regimen of continuing treatment. Also, continuing treatment could be pregnancy or prenatal care. It can also include chronic conditions, which require treatments at least twice a year. Those chronic conditions continue over an extended period of time and can result in episodic but not continuing periods of incapacity. Continuing treatment can also include permanent or long-term conditions for which treatment may not be effective. And finally, continuing treatments can include conditions that require multiple treatments for, say, restorative surgery after an accident or other injury or a condition likely to result in a period of incapacity for more than three consecutive days in the absence of medical care, such as cancer, severe arthritis, or kidney disease. Of course, you are entitled to request a certification from the healthcare provider from an employee to confirm that a serious health condition exists. This may also be challenging depending on the level of detailed information you receive back from the healthcare provider. You are entitled to receive sufficient enough information to make a determination based on those definitions that we just discussed whether the requested leave qualifies under the law.
And that is your comply on the fly question of the week. Thanks for tuning in. What's on your mind? If you have a pressing compliance question, send it to askkarenb at m3ins.com. We'll do our best to cover it in an upcoming episode. You can now follow and subscribe to Comply on the Fly on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Podcasts. Make sure to tune in next week and encourage others to join us.